There we go. Yeah, it's there. There we go. And you're prepared. I'm totally prepared. Today. Yeah, yeah. I even turned down ahead of time. We're prepared. Be prepared. That's our motto. Be prepared. That's our motto. Be prepared. That's our motto. Be prepared. To have my baby. <laughs> be, be prepared to prepare have my baby. Prepare yourself. <laughs> Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule. Until now, I'm Mark and I'm here with Seth. How are you? I guess you could say I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. Back to back records. Yeah, we just, we had to tighten it up here. We just did this. There's so much shit going on this week that we had to just kind of get this one uh, uh, patched in early in the week. Uh, that's a good thing. Well, you're just lousy with concerts this week. Uh, lousy. I'm, I'm hating life. I get to go actually see shows, Mark. I mean, when was the last time? You you get to go see shows with people. You've mm. been to go. You've played shows. You've gone I to see them. I have been to go. You have been to go <laughs> for the concerts you to be. Um, I Welcome to been to go. <laughs> have not been to a concert. And I used to go to, oh my God, so many when I was a kid. And, and there's ones coming up this week. There's a telekinetic Yeti with uh, featuring Jeff Pincus from the Butthole Surfers. Mm-hmm. That's going to be Wednesday night. Um, this you'll have... It'll already have happened by the time people the people hear this, but uh, and then I plan to go see Charlie Crockett, uh, a country singer that I like a lot, King of the Wild Frontier. Yep, baby. Um, and uh, and then I'm probably going to go see at the Americana Music Association on Saturday night. There's a friend of mine that plays up at the uh, Folk Fest every year with us. His name's Grant Peoples. He's from up in North Florida, and he's very good. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just get to see some shows. It's that's Hell something yeah. I haven't gotten to do a lot of, and all of a sudden, in one week, there's three shows locally that I want to go see. So I'm going to take advantage of it. Happy of happy happy of you. Happy happy, for happy you. Faith, I, Both sorry. of us, neither Faith, of us can Faith, talk. Yeah, yeah, I smell the blood of a Sethimon. Um. <clears throat> well, what about you? Uh, I mean, not a lot has happened since yesterday. Yeah, I know. I hung out and I worked today. But what and... do you expect out of this week? Ooh, good question. Um, I expect it to be um, pretty busy, mm-hmm. um, and I expect it to be a fine week. You are normally so on the go. There's so many things happening around you, whether it be bands or people wanting your attention mm-hmm. or or uh, podcast stuff with me or even the um, the, the Wednesday nights. At Nice Guys Pizza, it's you true. just are, and it just seems like you've marked. Am I correct in assuming you've slowed down just a hair? I have, just a hair. Yeah, for yeah, sure. It's good for um, you. It is, you know, um, it's it's been nice to kind of catch up and take life a little bit easier. Um, I think you needed it. Who knows how long it'll go on for? Yeah, I, I'm, um, I'm sure I'll be busy as hell again soon. But mm-hmm. it has been, uh, it's been nice. I've been able to catch up with some old friends and grab dinner with people that I know, and mm-hmm. and and take it easy on the weekends and stuff. So, uh, not complaining. Right, not complaining. Then all of a sudden, all sorts of turbulence pops up in your life when we have to deal with the song that we have to deal with today. Mm. Gotta yeah. love a song that has a section. Uh, that is called Criticism and Controversy, which is longer than the song information <sighs> section. Uh, today we were talking about Paul Anka's Your Having My Baby. Your 
Yeah, he got to say you're a little quieter because it is parenthetical. Um, I had never heard this song before. You hadn't. You had. We mentioned this, yes. I knew Paul Anka from two things. Put your head on my shoulder. Put your head on my shoulder. And this is a little bit of trivia that I'm thinking that you'll probably... You may, tell me if you knew it or not. He wrote the theme to what famous talk show? Paul Anka? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a game show? Talk show. Talk show. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. The Tonight Show featuring Johnny Carson. Yes, he did. Ah. That's that was always like that's an ancient trivia question that I always remembered. Um, that friends, just friends from growing up, used to say all the time. They're like, you know, Paul Anka wrote this. Whenever we'd sit there and listen to it when it came on, so that I knew that. But I also was sadly aware and fully aware of the weird Mark. Mark, I said that it's a weird one. It's a real weird one. It's a weird one. Yeah, yeah I was fully aware of this song and its weirdness in my youth. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. It uh, it expresses all kinds of shaky, cringy feelings through shaky, cringy vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, along with a little backing vocal that is pretty nice coming from the lady who sings it. We're going to go over that in a minute. But uh, Overall, uh, a song that me personally, I didn't like. I think I'm going to go out here on an edge and say that the music is not horrific for this song, but it does not take away, it does not detract from the weirdness of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be completely frank with you. I I, I was kind of wondering if we were going to disagree on this one. But, like how? <clears throat> um. Well, I don't know. You're, um, you're, and I say this. I say this with respect. Uh-huh. You're you have you're kind of an old fashioned guy, a little bit, and this is kind of an old fashioned song. Mm-hmm. And so, um, being a father, mm-hmm. I figured that there would be a lot of sentimentality in the song where you'd be like, "Hmm, I don't see what the big deal is necessarily." No, I do know what the big deal is on this one. Clearly, I do. Clearly, yeah. And there's there's problems. Here. I had never heard the song before, and then as soon as it was brought to me, and again, I can't remember who it is. If it's you, I'm very sorry. Just let me know, and I'll get better at this at some point. I'm sure. Respond on social media. Yeah, um, I was immediately like, whoa. Mm-hmm. I mean, from from the title alone, you Earth. are having my mm-hmm. baby. Mm-hmm. I was like. <laughs> Oh, who's this? You are correct in assuming that just from the title, if I had heard the title just alone, I would not think too much of it, even though you do point that out and you are correct in t- taken in context of the entire song. You're absolutely right. The possessive of it just makes it, just adds to the, well, to the to the weird. It's uh, it, it just adds more and more. And and we're gonna and we're gonna go into to the depths of this exactly how weird it is and how problematic it gets. And even for those of you that as we go through these lyrics might think that oh it's just weird on the surface, it it, it really really digs deep. And we're gonna go into that. Um, Diana, lonely boy, put your head on my shoulder. The aforementioned. Um, he also uh, wrote. She's a Lady by mm-hmm. Tom Jones. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the English lyrics to uh, My Way, which ended up being Frank Sinatra's mm. uh, big hit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's some weird stuff about this song. Uh, 
Paul. We, we can I mean, start everything off by saying this guy's Canadian. Yes. Yes. He's Canadian. And he's of Lebanese descent. Uh, yeah. Mom died when he was when he was uh, young. Oh. Um, which is, you know, which is a bummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was 18. I mean, relatively young and immediately blew up, got very, very big. He had a bit of a lull after he released Lonely Boy. And then this song catapulted him back onto, uh, onto the mainstream, made people love him again. And I don't know why, because Jesus Christ, <laughs> this song is so fucking weird and so cringy. And, you know, we always say in the top, we say, welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best and have largely dodged public ridicule or but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not exactly true, right? I mean, we've we've done a fair amount of songs where people have blown the whistle on the This lyrics. song has been de- deconstructed, man. This song it has really been has. torn apart. Yeah, and, and for good reason. And for good reason. I would be remiss if I did not mention that this song was covered by Glenn Danzig. <laughs> Why it was covered by Glenn Danzig, I do not know. It was also covered by Michael Jackson, Bob Dylan, and Bruce Springsteen. I mean, Bob Dylan, Bruce Springsteen, and Michael Jackson are such powerhouses Dylan. in the last I guess I think I century. remember that. I think I remember hearing his version of this. I do a long time ago. Hey, my baby. Hey, no, show how much you love me. Um, now I want to talk a little bit. I do not know how to pronounce her name. Okay. I I like got here, rolled out of my car. You were sitting fucking around in your truck. I had to shit had like a demon. Issues with my truck again that I'm so, out there taking care of. So when I, you walked I inside, closed I and locked continued. the door behind me. I knew that I was going to come inside. Into the odor of a flowery turd. Yeah, uh, which had, I had <laughs> I had to beef so bad, and uh, so I did. Uh, and then we immediately sat down and started recording. Is it Odia Coats? Odia, yeah. Okay, Odia. Who he does this now? This was not intended to be a duet. Really, it was written to just just to be just be him, him. up there creeping everybody out. And then Odia Coates happened to be in there, <laughs> and the record label executive was like, "What do you think about doing it as a duet?" She is a little bit of a vocal balm on the song. Do you think <laughs> she, a little bit I, of a vocal salve? She does. I yeah. mean, she. I, it was almost like everyone there knew the lyrics were creepy as fucking like, maybe if we get a woman behind it, like kind of like she's the Kiki D for the Island yes, Boy. Yes, for yes. I- Island for Island Boy. Boy. Oh, no. <laughs> Diva Diva. Yes, Island for Girl. Sugar on the Floor. Yes, I, I. she was. She she took a little bit of the weight off of it, so to speak. She lightened the load. And I don't just mean the vocal load. I mean, kind of put some some not not funny levity, just gave it gave gave the song a breath. You know, so that you weren't completely creeped out by this dude expressing that a woman was, in fact, having his baby. Yeah. And to be able to hear the song from from her point of view, apparently was supposed to be some kind of help. No, I don't think it helps much. I don't think it helps. I I mean, if anything, I I get a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a creepy vibe, Um, a little bit of her vocals have somewhat of a um drugged up glassy eyed wow view of like okay. yes i do i do love you i am having your baby oh maybe like a psychologically forced consent 
just so to speak something like maybe a yeah. gun to the side of her head that's something. what i mean yeah well or even that yeah, yeah. Or, oh. or like yeah or like uh mama's little helpers yes i'm having your baby <laughs> just <laughs> as if i had a choice in the matter which is telling yeah. yeah oh absolutely but like a stepford wives kind of Ooh. uh kind of feel to it Ooh. Um, Mentioning uh, Odia, she is uh, from Vicksburg, Mississippi, and eventually went on to sing in the Edwin, Edwin Hawkins Choir, a famous choir out of Oakland, California, very, very well-known, um, sang with a lot of very, very important singers down through the years, appeared in movies, the, the uh, Edward Hawkins Choir, also went alongside his brother, Walter Hawkins, who did the Love Alive Choir in Oakland, of whom my uncle was part of in the 1980s. Um, this is, uh, she's, she is, she's got a good voice, Mark. Yeah. She's got a good voice. I will say though that we, we, you know, we always watch a music video if there is one. In my opinion, a live music video isn't even really worth watching. Odia Coates. Um, I, mean, I meant that, that was the name I meant to say. Odia oh, Coates. What did That's you say? Life. I said Odia Hawkins. Oh. She was part of the Edward Hawkins gotcha. uh, choir. Um, so anyway, in my opinion, live videos are, are, nary a reason to turn on the tv um but we did and her vocals in the live version left a lot to be desired i think so did his yeah i was just kind of like a shit show all around yeah uh, should we get into it? And, and no more do we need to know about paul anka canadian made a lot of wrote some songs that we know um wrote a really great song for peter satara um, hold me till the morning comes. Love that song. Um, did tons of work with others like Celine Dion, Kenny G, Patti LaBelle, Skylar Jett, more Peter Cetera. I'm just reading this. Um, Michael Jackson's new release of This Is It is a collaborative effort between the two in 1980. I think that's worth noting. He he was important. I mean, he 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 did a lot of uh, important. If you might not know him. It kind of all goes to shit, though, when you see this video, when it's when it's put up there, and you see the way his his mannerisms, his stage presence, just do him no favors at all. Are you, are you agreed? Yeah, I mean, um, it just yeah. I, look, he points every time he says, "You're having my baby." Paul Inka just, is a, is a relatively important person in music. Put your head on my shoulder is is a great song. Right, Diana is a shit fest. I was listening to that on the way here, and it, I mean, I almost considered doing it next just based on the fact that the lyrics are so elementary and so stupid. I mean, it's got just the lamest fucking lime screen, rhyme scheme of all time, hmm. uh, but it's honestly so dumb it's not even worth doing. It's just, uh, it's it's basically like pedophilia of, Ugh. the first line is, I'm so young and you're so old. <laughs> I mean, like, it's uh, it's basically like a young horny boy who's like, yeah, please keep fucking me, Diana. Um, yeah, it's yeah. a little weird, but that's really the only. I mean, everything else is just like bad yeah, rhymes. I mean, he's just a, he's a musician, not anything like. I mean, we've talked about other people that we really love on here that have done amazing, amazing things. This guy's just been a presence. Um, just one other thing to note: he his son-in-law, married to his daughter Amanda, is actually Jason Bateman. Did you read that? <laughs> He has a daughter named Anna Anka, who I still haven't grown old in the her majestic presence yet. So, um, <laughs> yeah, there? exactly. That's a They Might Be Giants reference. And for those that don't Which know. means that he's also related to Justine Bateman. That would make him, yeah, by mm -hmm. virtue related to the very wonderful Justine Bateman. 
Yeah. So we know a lot about. Yeah. Oh, she was great on uh, Family Ties. Yeah. What would we do, baby? I wonder if he wrote that without you. (laughs) All right. uh, So we get this like hold music beginning. The beginning sounds like like either hold music or like something that Muzak. you would. It's very Muzaky. Um, and then we get the first verse. Having my baby. What a lovely way of saying how much you love me. Having my baby. What a lovely way of saying what you're thinking of me. I can see it. Face is glowing. I can see in your eyes. I'm happy you know it. That you're having my baby. And that's Paul and Odia together on that last that last line, my there. baby. Yeah. yeah. All right, Mark. So, how do you feel about just the words? Let's take the music out of it. Just the words here. If you're just gonna, if you're listening to it like as a poem, somebody goes up, you know, one night and uh, at, at uh, open mic night and decides I'm gonna write a poem to my. Just found out my my the lady in my life is pregnant and this is the poem that I'm reading to. How do you, how do you feel about having my baby? What a lovely way of so, saying how much you love me. There's nothing wrong with that first line. Though. I disagree. I mean, look, you do? I, I, I almost think that almost every line is problematic in some way. Okay. All right. I mean, you know, in the live version, the very last line he says oh, it's hurtful. is having our baby. I, you know, part of me, part of, part of me tries to reach out and understand where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. But the, the constant reference to my baby <laughs> When all he literally had to do was nut inside of her. <laughs> and then from here on out, he's just like, my baby, it's my baby, my baby, my baby. Okay. Just constantly saying, this baby is mine. In light of knowledge, I get where you're coming from. <laughs> and I mean, I understand the the part of me that tries to reach out to understand is saying that he had, that it's a baby where he is the father and that's what he means by my baby. Mm. But I, I just can't shake this feeling. And also, what a lovely way of saying how much you love me. It, it, it's, it's as if to say if someone decides to be childless, they love less or they love wow. worse. You make a good point in that one. And yeah. that's really disappointing, being a person who never wanted to have kids myself mm-hmm. and who got close to wanting to have kids. Mm-hmm. When I was dating, I had an ex who had a child, and he was everything to me. He meant the world to me. Mm-hmm. And it really made me realize, like, maybe this is something I would want to do, but ultimately decided <clears throat> to not um, for a couple of different reasons. But um, to sit there and, and to, to say, like, this is this is a good way of showing how much you love me. First of all, there are people that have people's babies that don't love the people at all. They Yeah. They're... <laughs> and there are people that love someone, you know, and stay with them through sickness and health and all that stuff right. where they can't have a baby. Oh, man. And so it is kind of a weird uh 
kind of tone deaf line. Yeah, you, you, and you it, really make a good point. On and this is just things. the first section yeah, of it. I see. You're right in that. Uh, you know the fact that that me having a child with someone that I love very much uh, has does kind of shroud to these things. I'm, I'm not. I'm not always necessarily thinking of them. You're right. Every point that you made, especially you know, in, in, in lessening the people that that don't want to have a child that you're that you're with, I can see how somebody might be able to you know, extract that from the first line. Problems start popping up with what a lovely way of saying that you're thinking of me. Um, that that's where the pop it starts to it not. Knowing, of course, like I said, hindsight's twenty twenty. Knowing what we know in the future, what we're going to find out about this, uh, that this puts it these these two these two verses suddenly become very problematic. But if we were to take that knowledge away and just go, what a lovely way of saying you're thinking of me. You've suddenly lessened the life, you know, the life that you've created. I think a little bit. That's where that's where the first issue pops up. Not knowing what I know. You, 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 what a one, one lovely way of saying you're thinking of me. You're just thinking of me. So yeah, not we haven't. We're taking we're we're taking this whole creating another human life thing not as seriously. That's kind of what I'm taking away from this. So the lyric I thought was, uh, "What a lovely way of saying that you're thinking of me." The lyric I'm reading is, um, "What a lovely way of saying what you're thinking, thinking of me." me. Yeah. Both of these again. Look. <laughs> Be deciding to keep to deciding to have a baby with someone, uh, or what we'll find out later, deciding to keep mm-hmm. uh, a baby that you're Giveaway having there, with yeah. someone yeah. does not mean you're constantly showing that you're thinking of them. It's not like, I mean, your feelings for someone can change in the in the nine months of, oh, they, of pregnancy. They often do. Yeah. I mean, like there have been plenty of people who have left their partner while they are pregnant. But you should be thinking a lot about that person. Well, I mean, you got. I mean, it's an important decision. Let's face it. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. but I'd say in childbirth, women have a lot more stuff to worry <laughs> yes, about. <laughs> where Paul Ink is like, like, like making, everything to worry about. Paul Ink is making this all about him. Yes. And yes. it's about so much more. Mm-hmm. It. He kind of takes away all agency of the woman, all agency of the baby, and he's like, "Hey, it's me, Paul Anka." Yeah, <laughs> like think about me and think about how what this all equates to me, and how much you're thinking of me, and how much you love me, and it's like, Paul Anka, sit down. Look at what I did. Yeah, exactly. It's the it's guy like, coming home from his job selling cars, and his wife has dealt with kids all day and cleaned the house and cooked dinner, and he's like. Woo! So tired, not having lifted a finger all day long. Ugh. And uh, look, I'm the king of this castle. Look what I did. You know, I unloaded the dishwasher. I should be husband of the year. Exactly. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, I can see it. Faces glowing. I can see in your eyes. I'm happy you know it. Now that's real. I'm happy. You I'm happy know you it? know what. Yeah. That, what the fuck? I is guess that you're having about? my baby. I'm happy you know. Yeah. That of course, you're she knows that she's. You're. Yeah, she's she's carrying the baby around. Is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm happy you know it. She's gonna be having to get up to go to the bathroom, tender boobs, all sorts of uh, um, you know, all hormonal all emotions and all that type of stuff. I'm happy you're aware of all these things. Thank goodness, you know me and my role as a man being uh, completely aware of everything all the time. Fucking asshole. Yeah. Oh, check me out. Yeah. I'm happy you know it. So then we get more Paul for the love of Christ. 
You're the woman I love, and I love what it's doing to ya. This is where it really just... Having my baby. You're a woman in love, and I love what's going through ya. The need inside you. I see it showing. Whoa, the seed inside ya. Baby, do you feel it growing? Are you happy you know it? That you're having my baby. I love what it's doing to ya. Yeah. That's so fucking strange, man. That's that is so weird. A very specific search in Pornhub. <laughs> That's uh oh man that's weird as hell. That is weird as hell. Like d- he's like I, I, well <clears throat> let me let me I mean, just the, 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 let the me idea just of let me just let me just say that in the context of a man who is with a woman uh, you know and people say that like women have a glow about them. They yes. they talk about like the And they do. The, yeah, and they and they and the, you know they talk about the faces glowing or whatever. There, I think that there is nothing wrong with a husband or or a, a man or whatever, or I guess hell, like whoever, being like I think pregnant women are beautiful mm-hmm. or attractive or whatever. That's not what he's saying. No, it doesn't no, seem no, to be. No, to say you're beautiful, and I, I know love this. What it's doing I've dealt to with it, to look at them and look at your wife who is pregnant and it's beautiful and it is beautiful, and say you are beautiful. That's enough, Mark. Don't take it further. What it's doing to you, that woman could take that a thousand different yeah. ways, man. Yeah. You're opening up a door that you just don't want to open, man. Yeah. You really kind of don't. And and he's doing that right here for all the world to see. And it just and it and and it sounds bad. I mean, mm. when, when you hear him saying mm-hmm. it, I love mm. what it's doing to you. If if women it's, weren't fetishized enough, let's also fetishize yeah. them while they're Bringing a child into right. the world. Fantastic. <laughs> Please and thanks. I love how your skin is starting to stretch and your face getting moonish and now I'm hungry. Won't you cook me something? I mean, that's that's well, what it was... sounds like, man. <laughs> okay, well, you're taking it down a very strange that's path. That's what he, I think he's thinking. Well, I'm thinking like, you know, like generally women's, like women's breasts grow well, they do. Um, because they start being able to feed, etc. And I think that's like in part what he's saying, but... I, maybe we'll never know. Can, can I tell a story? Sure. Oh, no. <laughs> Jennifer, me and you have talked about this a thousand times. I'm sorry, but they're going to hear this story. Two days after our daughter was born, I, of course, had to go back to work. And I went to work, and I had to work pretty late. And she did not, in all fa- she was fantastic throughout the entire process of bringing the child, bringing this person home from the hospital that now we're responsible for, which is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I, I come home. She didn't bug me at all that day, and I was a little bit uh, uh, shocked by it. And as I pull up in the driveway, and she comes to the door, and she opens the door, and Mark, you you know my wife. My wife. They were out to here. And I'm he has not, his hands very far, like like very far away from his chest. E, like really, really, really big, Re- like. I my my wife is not she's not built like that and they were just huge and of course the first thing I did is I saw him and I was like wow that's awesome that's what I thought I mean I'm just being honest that's that's pretty awesome and she just looked at me and she goes and she had tears streaming down her face and she went 
they really hurt and I don't know what to do. And I said, well, can't you feed the baby? And she goes, well, you feed her and then she goes to sleep and then they get bigger. And I was like, wow. And I was like, well, I'm so sorry. And I said, is there something I can do? Is there something I can do to make this better? And I wasn't being nasty or dirty or anything, but I just wanted to do something because apparently it hurt her physically a lot. But the first I'm thing so I could worried. think was, what, what, where the story is going to go from here. I genuinely felt bad for her because she looked to be in pain, man. They were, But they were gigantic, man. They were huge. I, I, so I don't know much about this, but couldn't she pump? She. This was before getting used to okay. pumping. Yeah, this was like this was like two days home. Not even. Like we had been home maybe a day and a half. Jeez. And they just, I mean, at the hospital they got bigger, but not like this. They got really, really, really huge. And I was just like, holy crap, I didn't think they could do that. But they got gigantic, man. Jesus. And so, I mean, this is what... Big to the point of pain. This is what a baby does to you. Yeah. I mean, that's what, what well, Paul... I, what I think Paul Paul's, is thinking about. Paul is saying he's a titty man. Um, I guess so. Um, so. <laughs> so many... It does so many things more than just that. There, there. Sometimes a lady's complexion can change. Yeah, you know, well, you've they heard have, of like people like their their people's skin clears up. There's all kinds of stuff. I yeah, mean, it's, it's just there's so many things that can happen to a lady's body after she gives birth. It's um, it's really kind of it's kind of amazing. It is. Um, I mean, it's but incredible. Uh, but human beings are fucking absolutely insanely they amazing. Are the human brain, and I'm talking about like the when you see the map of the blood vessels that attach to it. But I don't think. Paul had all the oxygen going to his brain that he needed when writing that letter. No, all of his blood was rushing somewhere else, oh, clearly. Jesus Christ. Uh, the need inside you, I see it showing. Uh, I don't really know what this is relating to in particular. Mm. Um, the need inside you, I see the need inside you showing. I don't think he really knew 100%. I mean, this could, of course, probably be taken a couple, a multitude of different ways. I don't know. Um, I don't know what it is she needs. Uh, maybe just, she probably needs him to shut the fuck up. I want to stop thinking about that. And part. then the, whoa, the seed inside you. <sighs> baby, do you feel it growing? And I mean, like, I know we're probably talking to the, about the baby as being the seed, but like, come on. Like, you know what you're saying. <laughs> like, Farmer Paul. Has to go out there and... The oh, Bible was referring to come as seed. Watching me cultivate this young lady. Ugh. <laughs> like, you know, I, I plow the earth and plant my seed. It's just, it's, it just, there's nothing. There's no, He should have known better, man. Yeah. Wrote, so, put your head on my shoulder, man. Right. I mean, come on. Um, yeah, and, and, and are you happy you know it? Like, uh, he's just kind of like forcing her to say it. It's like... Say it. Tell me again that you're happy you're baby, having do my you baby. Do you feel it growing? Do you feel it growing? Yeah, bitch, of course, it's my fucking, fucking body. feel it growing. They feel it like the minute that conception takes place, all these things start happening, and 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 women know it, man. Mm -hmm. They do. It's it's crazy. Don't he you, just wants to make sure. Do you feel it I want to hear you say it. Oh, Jesus. Then we get um. Then we get Odia, who, again, um, through a cocktail of barbiturates and <laughs> and alcohol um <laughs> i think she sounds good i like her voice i mean she sounds good on the recording yeah the voice is good and, and i i just want to i i i just want to be clear here because i know that this is like you know i'm not making light of like pregnant women doing drugs or anything. i mean it just this sounds like someone was like we know this song is problematic we know that the song could be taken away a, a certain way. So if we have a woman 
on here as well, we can probably get away with with this because the woman is like the spokeswoman That's for all women. That's what I'm saying. Women. It takes the pressure off. That's what they yeah. think, but it doesn't. No. No. I'm a woman in love, and I love what it's doing to me. Having my baby. I'm a woman in love, and I love what's going through me. Didn't have to keep it. Wouldn't put you through it. You could have swept it from your life, but you wouldn't do it. No, you wouldn't do it. And you're having my baby. We'll just round that out. Yeah. Right All right. So this is where this here's where uh, all the, the the shit bubbles up. Now let's just go back to Odia for a second. I'm a woman and I'm in love, and I love what it's doing to me. The seed, the growing child in her, the love is doing that she feels. You know, you can question exactly what she's talking. What she's talking about is it the love that she's feeling now, or is it you know the changes that she's going through? I'm gonna I'm gonna elect that. That's what what Paul meant. Okay, is that he's that he's, he made her you know he's sing, she's making her sing about the changes. I love what it's doing to me. I don't think there's anything wrong with that line. Okay, a woman saying I, I I'm I'm a woman in love and or uh, you know basically I'm having a baby and I I, I think it is natural and i think it's wonderful for a woman to love what pregnancy is doing to their body nope you don't have a problem with this you don't have a problem with that line if a lady's saying it no what if it's paul writing it saying saying this well i mean i think we pretty much just dealt with that yeah a couple lines that's ago. there we go because this is I what think, it is yeah i mean a woman saying i like what this is doing to me and a guy being like oh, i like what that's doing to you <laughs> is those are two <laughs> drastically different things <laughs> Now um, do some jumping jacks. And <laughs> now is a good time to talk a little bit about yeah. a certain section of the Wikipedia article called Criticism and Controversy. Please. Despite its commercial success, the song has been criticized for its maudlin sentimentality and perceived sexist undertones okay. and has appeared in many worst songs lists. It was voted the number one worst song of all time in a poll conducted by CNN.com in 2006. Fair. I'm just going to say this one more time. The worst song of all time. Mm. Now, I mean, look, this song is fucked and fucked up and all kinds of weird. The worst song of all time. I don't even know if I would even give it that. Well, dude, Island Girl that we did last week was a really bad song. It was. I mean, in a number of ways. Maybe just as bad. I don't know. I I mean, the music of this song I like more than yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the song was also criticized for declaring the child was the man's rather than the couple's. Okay. Anka defend Anka 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 defended his choice in a 1974 interview saying it's not meant to alienate anyone. I could have called it having our baby, but the other just sounded better. It's not a male ego trip. My baby. Um, <coughs> it sure as fuck sounds like a male ego trip. Well, it, you know, it's one thing for it to not meant. It, I didn't mean to alienate anyone. Okay, I don't think he meant to. I think he was just thinking about himself. And mm-hmm. so you didn't mean to, fine. Mm-hmm. But you did. <laughs> I mean, you've got a whole bunch of women around who is who are like you know what the fuck are you talking about my baby my baby mm-hmm. um so this guy in the article in the wikipedia article peter riley uh stated what you had kind of an agreement with the diana of years ago 
Um, everybody knows Anka can do better, and he proved it easily with My Way, but he still composes and sings as if he were working on his first million and his fondest wish was an appearance on Dick Clark's show. You're Having My Baby is really the worst. Uh, it swoons around him, yet I'll admit, damn it, that after hearing it only once, I caught myself vacantly humming it. Okay, so the music's not horrific. I think we both... Yeah, I mean, well, we've it's, done it's plenty of songs here that have gotten stuck in our heads, yeah. and yeah. we're like, this song sucks. Um, <clears throat> others criticized a line stating that while the woman could have swept it from her life... That's where the real issue comes up, A right euphemism there for having an abortion, which had recently been legalized across the United yeah. States... She had not because it was, quote, a wonderful way of showing how much she loves him. In response, Anka said the song was, quote, a love song. He also explained in 1974, quote, what I'm saying in the song is that there is a choice. The libbers will get on there me. There it is. I can't help that. I am into the anti-human thing, and I do understand the other side of it. Yeah, the no, fact he that he refers to... Being pro-choice is anti-human. What a dead giveaway that you don't other understand the other side of it. <laughs> How can Anti- you say it more I am. I am from now on going to refer to myself as being anti-human. anti-human. There are those who can't cope, and it's not in the cards for them to have kids. Fuck you. I'm a liber myself in the sense that if you've got to abort, you do. Some people just can't cope. Boy, you really picked a real <laughs> shitty way of saying it, Paul. Well, it's like some like, people just can't cope. Hey, if you can't cope, then go ahead. Fucking suck the thing out. I don't know. Young lady, if you're out there in a real desperate situation and whoever's gotten you pregnant is run off and you're completely broke and sleeping in your car and you just can't cope with shit, you know, go ahead and just get go out there and buy a vacuum cleaner. What a fucking asshole, man. Yeah, that's the problem is they can't cope. Yeah. It has nothing to do with actually making a fucking sound decision or, for your life. Or their circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like any number of you things. Know. It's just you can't cope. Fucking asshole. <laughs> so, if, I mean, All if right. the lyrics weren't bad enough, then he goes to try and explain. He's like, I'm a liberal myself. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? No, you're not. Because. Like, at the same time, you're just like, yeah, if someone can't fucking hang, oh. then I think they should be able to just throw the baby in the trash, I guess. <laughs> so then. Right. Oh, are you going to read this last oh, paragraph? Yeah, absolutely. Which is just fucking beautiful. So then now, which is the National Organization for Women, gave Anka a, uh, an award called Keeper in Her Place. The Keeper in Her Place <laughs> Award during its annual put down of male chauvinism in the media on Women's Equality Day. Ms. Magazine, quote, awarded Anka their Male Chauvinistic Pig of the Year Award. And I will say, much to to my surprise, he did come and accept the award, telling the crowd of 2,100 guests, on behalf of chauvinistic pigs all around the world, I proudly accept this great honor. All right, well... Maybe he's joking. I don't choose to believe that he is. I think no, he's a dick. I think he, he's a complete no, dick. No, he yeah, is eating this up. God, that just tells me wonderful things that even the most uh, radical of liberal women still have fucking senses of humor with a keeper in her place award. That is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Oh, um, God, that is hilarious. That is ter- It's terrible and true, but funny. Seals and Cross also received this award for the song Unborn Child, Ooh. which... Uh, maybe we'll have to take a look at that one. I'm not yeah. sure if it was a uh, if it was a single or not. Um, All but, right. Yeah. I mean, I, I do have a question. I got a little bit of a question here. So we've gone through the better portion of these lyrics 
Um, from from this point on out, it's a lot of you're having my babies. I'm a woman and I love and I know what it, it's it's what we've heard a lot. So I think it's best if we just kind of cut um, right to the end. Where at the end of the video, Paul well, says, "I mean, we haven't really. We gonna... You and I haven't had any conversation really about these." words ourselves we read other people's interpretations well, yes you're right but i just want to say that it, it i mean are we going to go over the lyrics even though we've heard them all at this point well i mean didn't have to keep it wouldn't put you through it okay that's we you and i haven't talked about it you said that's what I'm it. Saying. Yeah, you spoke it yeah so wouldn't put you through it if there was a double-edged sword in this goddamn song this is it this could be taken one of two ways, Mark. It could be sincere. I wouldn't put you through it. I'm not going to sit here and stand over you and tell you what to do. It can also this also from seeing and reading the rest of the song, it sounds like a fucking guilt trip. That's I mean, it so, sounds very much like a fucking guilt trip. Here's the thing. To me, it sounds like like the libbers as he yeah. so eloquently put it. Right. Um saying that it would have been okay for her to have an abortion. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is again, it, it like is telling her like he has some kind of ultimate decision here. Mm -hmm. Like, like he's Caligula with his thumb yeah. in the middle and doing the, should I go up or should I go down? Right. Thing. Right. Now? I mean, like I do want to say, uh, first thing I want to say is abortion is completely a woman's choice. The other thing I want to say is that I think, if a relationship is going to maintain, it's a good idea to have a conversation about it. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I do fully understand and I do fully believe that ultimately the woman is the one who makes the decision. It's her body. She decides whether she has an abortion. She decides whether she brings the kid to term. Let's make this very clear. I think both of us, very clear, if we're ever going to say it, this is the time. It is between her and her fucking doctor. Yes. That is, that's who it's between. Yes. However... There probably should be some kind of discussion with the know, male at yeah. some point with the guy who's going to be the father yeah. to figure out how that's going to work out, etc. For him to just say, you didn't have to keep it because I wouldn't put you through it. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, who fucking asked? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't care. Like, you could have told me, like, I'm going to put you through it. And I would have told you, fuck off, I'm getting an abortion. Right. I'm not doing this because you said that you wouldn't put me through it. You're not putting me through anything. You're just a guy who fucking came inside me. Right. So whatever. Yeah. And then, I mean, and you could have swept it from your life is such a grossly, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, it's 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 just to refer to an abortion is sweeping something from your life flippant yes flippant it's just yes. like it's like oh you it's can like just do it you can thing. wave your hand and make it go away I, I like that's what women are thinking i don't know when how to describe the hand thing i'm doing but it's the procedure. one that, that just goes yeah like get You'll away just get rid me. of it and then yeah yeah, yeah and take this baby from then you me. won't have to go to the two weeks of physical repercussions of what women have to deal with after an abortion you know like it's no big deal and there's something weird about you could have swept it from your life but you wouldn't do it and there's something about the choice of the word wouldn't, wouldn't do yeah. it um where she was like 
where it does sound like she was asked. That, like there's some sort of pressure been applied. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And she's like, no, I won't do it. Yeah, it implies that. It's it's a weird word to use. She had the option of not saying a fucking word. You know, I mean, at this point in time, because Roe versus Wade was, uh, you know, an, an option for women at that point, had made an abortion an option for that one. You know, like I said, it's it's between the doctor and the woman. That's that's the way, that's what it boils down to, man. Yeah. And there's no escaping that. That's the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. And then we've got a bunch of the same lyrics over and over again. The only thing that I really want to touch on a line that is said that we didn't really talk much about before is I love what's going through me. Okay. I don't really know what it. I, I don't know if we talked about this before. We did. But I, I brought it up a little bit. What's yeah. going through me? That well, I said uh, that maybe like it a could hormone be. thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was I think what I had to say about it. Like you know That's what's weird. what's passing through my body. What's what's taking up residence for the next nine months? Mm. You know, maybe that's what I mean. Th- I think that's what Paul had in mind when he wrote it. Uh, <clears throat> so we we do have something to address here, Mark. Tell me. So I heard all of this and had when I went over the lyrics again after not paying attention to them after twenty years of not seeing or hearing uh, anything uh, about the song. I went back through, listened to it, and said, wait, there's something problematic about this song uh, in regards to what we're talking about, in in regards to the whole man's uh, decision-making throughout the process of will we or not, will we or will we not have this child. And when I say man's decision or man's decision-making, I'm saying that the way he wrote the song. Um, What I'm talking... I went in and I looked up the video. And when I did... I'm looking at him and I'm saying this is about more than just what he's talking about. This I start it started to get into my head that he is talking about and I, I put the timeline together. This is around around this is responsive to Roe versus Wade. And I started to look at the comments under you're having my baby oh on the uh, yeah. And they just so I'm not saying that these situations, these desperate situations that these women are in, I should specify by saying that if you look at the comments on the song, there's tons and tons of uh, women in situations where they went against what the doctor said, where they were coerced into possibly having an abortion by a parent or someone that they thought cared for them. And... Um, I'm not saying that they didn't go through trying situations. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't express themselves. But I do have to question how many of these situations that were written on the the comments section of this video were not from pro-lifers. Just with the ulterior motive of do not under any circumstances should you ever go have an abortion you know, under any circumstances, what you're doing is murder, throwing guilt trips out there to what they believe. They, um, a lot of them honestly believe that this is the right thing to do. Right. And we just we got to think about the way what's going through these people's heads. They're wrong. They're wrong. But they think that this is the right thing to do. And exactly how many of them. So I thought to myself, well, maybe if you take 30, 30 of them away and you're just going to take 30 percent of them away and you're taking away 30 percent of the people. You know, there and they're the ones that have something bad to say. What I will say to the people who are putting these stories up there and they're true 
is maybe before you post your true story, which I'm sure will gather true sympathy story. for them. Yeah, um, the, the, this maybe they should think about what they're doing in that they don't always know every other person's situation and how telling them that story. And this is something I've had to realize too. How 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 telling that story is going to affect other people? I would go so far, Seth, this, as to say you said the wording you used was they don't always know. I would go so far as to say they never know. Okay, All right. because I mean, not only is it uh, situational as far as like what the couple is going through, what the woman is going through, and all mm-hmm. that, but they also don't know about their upbringing. Yeah, they also yeah. don't know about you know how they were raised. They don't know what about, got them to that. They situation. don't know about anything. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there are some people. Just, what I'm trying to say is that reading these was very, it was, it disturbed me. Yeah. It disturbed me. And there were a lot of situations where I, th- I felt somewhat empathetic. What, one thing that I will say in all of this is when women or when anyone goes in online and talks about, just be careful, please, s- talking about, you know, going against what your doctor suggests. That can often lead to problems. You know, maybe you might want to just keep that, think about that before you just put that out there. Yeah. I mean, now there are times, not saying that doctors are, uh, are, are free of culpability. There's plenty of situations where I'm sure that's the case. But we just need to be really careful about when we bring those things up. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, there was a comment on Song Facts. Songs today like Stacy's Mom are getting played on the radio, and yet somehow people are still offended over a man commenting on the beauty of his pregnant wife. Just want to say here on Lyrics to Go, we talk shit about both. Yeah. And it's not just about what you're thinking it's just about. Yeah. Yeah, there's more to it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just comment on the beauty of his wife. Uh, this is, as a, as I mentioned, this is a little thing from Song Facts. This is a duet with the female singer Odia Coates, who gives the subject of the song a voice. I'm a woman in love, and I love what's going through me. Many women in love or otherwise recognize this as a lyric only a man would write. <laughs> and I was like, holy awesome. shit, that is like absolutely perfectly on. Uh, Paul Anka did have four daughters when he recorded this song in 1974. Mm. He did write it specifically about the joys of fatherhood and his appreciation of his wife, who is a former fashion model named Anne DeZogeb. Mm. Um, it was. Uh, it is also marked as being a bit patronizing. Uh, and, you know, a bit. if you have a hammer, everything looks like a nail. So I and and vice versa. If you're if you're looking for sentimentality and you are pregnant, I see tons of comments from women saying I sang this song all the time when I was pregnant, etc. Look, I don't mean to yuck your yum. If you're pregnant and you think the song is beautiful, go nuts. I would I would implore you to look a little bit into the lyrics, which is you know why we're here mm. um because i think it's uh, a little I mean, weird thanks for listening yeah oh yeah absolutely I, someone out there someone who's going don't you love that paul anka song these two uh, overweight dudes in florida talk shit about it for about 40 <laughs> minutes and someone's gonna be like oh i've got to go listen to that um let's do a creep factor um you want me to go first yeah yeah why not because i feel like i always throw it to That's you okay. it's all right. um I mean, it's a. Uh, I mean, it's got some creep to it. Uh, love what it's doing to your body. Um, I could picture Donald Trump singing this song. You're, you're, you're redlining it for me right now. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it. I mean, you know, all in all, I, 
the path to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah. I think overall, Paul Anka meant, I, you know, he's of a generation that just didn't know how to go about being nice, right? <laughs> you know, um, I, I think there is a lot of. I think he's you doing, can't cope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's doing. Yeah, he's doing a lot of like almost there. You almost got it. Yeah. Um, I'll give this song a four point three. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, you know, what I was just gonna say right after you said that is nobody's dying. Maybe the fetus, but nobody, nobody's. Uh, and I, I, I should take that back. We can, there's that's debatable, and and nobody's. I'm, I don't want to say make any broad statements against what anybody thinks or feels or believes. What you believe is what you believe. Um, <clears throat> between the man and the woman, is there any real damage taking place? Yeah, there is, Mark. Yeah, because it sounds manipulative. It sounds like you know that there's a there's there's only one side being expressed, and and I as much as you say that Paul wrote this as a you know maybe a love song, I think it stinks of protest song, and that's that's pretty much what it is. I think it was one that was meant to pull at hearts. It was some sort of manipulation or psychological bent on trying to get people to look at things one way without taking in all sides of the or all parts of the equation um that's bad is that creepy no but he sounds creepy do but doing it so uh, you know you're right um it's i don't think it's necessarily creepy as it is uh stomach turning and uh and frustrating um so i'm gonna i'm gonna meet you right about that level but i'm gonna go a little bit higher because when i watch that video and every time i see him pointing when he says you're having my baby that just puts uh that just puts the electricity up my spine so i'm gonna go a little bit higher i'm gonna go 5.2 okay yeah yeah i think that's fair yeah um next up what are we doing we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna do a real number all right next up this is another one that i added that i, I don't this think one I was a real about. number yeah okay. well this one's gonna be even more be even more all right should we need to call in a guest we might want to. All right. We might want to. What are we doing? We're going to do a song called Wrong Way by Sublime. Yeah. Lots of people could come in for that one, man. Yeah. yeah a lot of people. That's one that's it's kind of ubiquitous with a, between our generations. Heavy is the head that wears the crown on this one. <laughs> There's a lot of lyrics to talk about. And yeah. holy shit. Yeah. Uh, whoa. Uh, definitely had a music video. Definitely some fucked up lyrics. Some shit going on in it. Yeah. yeah. I don't even if I don't know. Do you know? Oh, fully I know this song. I can into? sing every word okay. to it just about. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about, Mark. Well, fantastic. Yeah. I'm glad to hear it. Um, yeah. Seth. Mark. I had another great time. Oh, being over here on a Monday. We get it knocked out earlier in the week. It was a lot of fun. Back to backer. Hell yeah. Are you kidding me? Word. I love it. I hope you have a great rest of your week. I, I hope, hope you uh, do too. I'll see you, you Wednesday, enjoy. man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It'll be a, it'll be a good time. And dear listener, please make sure you send us any songs that uh, you think might be good. We, you know, there's some that you're going to send us and we're going to go, nah, but there's a lot you're going to send us. And we're going to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so please uh, don't be shy sending in suggestions. And as always, thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate you. 
Um, and we will be back next Monday to talk about Wrong Way by Sublime mm-hmm. uh, on another episode of Lyrics to Go. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics to go pod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs> <laughs>